0: In this episode, we are starting the year with my 10 tips to develop your money mindset to become wealthy through this year. Now, because this is the first episode of the first year, I wanted to share my best tips and today we're going to deep dive into them. And remember, if you haven't, come and join my free community on the school platform where we get to deep dive even further to develop that money mindset and to make you wealthy. Come along and join the community. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. Welcome, welcome. This is Girl Khan, your money mindset expert, and I'm so excited to be speaking to you after a short break. So I haven't done one of these episodes for a while. We took a little break, why? Well, because I was too busy with my other um, ventures, and I had to take a break and from doing the the weekly podcast that I do for you guys. But I've missed you guys so much. So now I'm back. so yeah. And I thought, what better way than to start the year with a bang? So today I'm going to be sharing with you my 10 tips for you to start this year correctly and for you to develop your money mindset along the way and to be to actually develop your wealthy mindset okay this Podcast is all about giving you strategies and uh, mindset um tools to be able to go and create the kind of life, to create the kind of wealth that you guys are um you know are desiring, are wanting, are hoping for or wishing for. Okay. We take away that wish, that hope that maybe it will happen and give you solid tools which, if you take action on, will make sure that you create the life that you want. And you never know. 12 months down the line, if you follow the strategies that given in this podcast through myself and through all the guests, you will be in a place that that is unrecognisable for you for now. So I know I, for myself, when I look back over the last seven, eight years, my life has completely transformed. I had no idea at that time that I would be at this juncture in my life. I'm doing the things that I'm doing and have the opportunities open to me that they are at the moment so I'm very blessed and I want to pass on that knowledge that the learning that I did and I'm still learning I'm still a work in progress but as I'm learning I'm sort of passing on my knowledge to you guys I'm um, in this fun way through this podcast. Okay so without further ado let's get started. So this is a it's a it's a new year and it has a lot of aspirations hopes dreams that you know they we all sort of start off the year with I want you to really just focus on those dreams and just look at it so before you begin this thing I want you to be I want you to come and listen to this podcast with the idea that nothing's impossible everything is within your reach Yes, it may not be within the time frame you would like, but nothing is impossible. Everything that you desire, you would not have that desire if it if you didn't have the ability or the potential to create that, to have that, to be able to make that reality in your 3D world. Okay, with that knowledge, let's get started. So my first, first, first tip for the year is, of course, set clay goals. I am not a person who goes and creates new areas of relations. I've never done that. I create goals. Yes, there are things that I wish to create, and there are things that I'm I'm aiming for in that particular year, but they're not resolutions. They're not new resolutions. They're goals. So every year, I always say, set goals for yourself, and then visit them periodically throughout the year, but especially towards the end in, in terms of December. I usually do this around the end of December or straight after Christmas. And before, you know, before the new year begins, you've set yourself goals for the new year. Now, when you begin by defining goals for that year, you can make them, uh, you know, you can make plans for them. You need to make them specific You need to make them measurable and you need to make them achievable. You know, have a big, massive, you know, out of the box dream. But then you need to work backwards and break it down to its components to be able to create and to make sure that you can believe that you can do it. The biggest problem that I see with people is they don't believe when they write the goal down that they can achieve it. There's a difference between knowing that you can, you know, that's how to do something and believing that you can do something. And let me explain. When you say, for example, that you're going to create a a million bucks over the next year, there there has to be a knowing in there that, yes, I'm going to have, this is going to happen for me. You don't have to ha- know how you're going to do it. So the methodology doesn't have to be known to you. That's not where we're after. But there has to be a knowing in your heart. There has to be a belief in the heart that believes that you can do this. This can happen for you. You can create this. And this is important. If you don't have that belief that this can happen for you, then it's just wishful thinking. And it's just you write of paper, which you we can, can write. It doesn't really matter either way, does it? You have to have this innate belief that whatever you are believe, you know, you whatever you're setting yourself uh, out to create, you can create it. The methodology may not be known to you. And actually, I would go as far as say, if you are creating a large enough goal, you should not know how to create it. You should just have that belief. Cultivating that belief, getting to that point when you actually believe you can create it. That's that's another, that's another conversation. But knowing how to get there is not your problem. That's not what we start off with. That's not the starting point, but belief is. So you have to set goals that you can believe that you will achieve. Now, if your goals don't scare you, and I'm a proctor used to talk about this, may you rest in peace. If your goals don't scare you, your goals are not big enough. So you have to create bigger and bolder goals. Because something that's going to excite you, something that's going to make you, oh, my God, I need to do this. It should really scare you too. But at the same time, think, my God, this is amazing. And it gets your creative juices flowing, right? So this is why it's so important. You need to have, um, you know, something that you can actually really Put all your life and energy into it and create magic in your life. So the goal has to be big enough. The goal has to be exciting enough. And the goal has to motivate you get, you, get you jumping out of the bed in the morning. And it will ask you for some sacrifice. I don't believe in anything called a free lunch. Things are not easy. I, I really believe that. The reason why it, they're not meant to be easy is because otherwise you would not value them. We, as a human people, as as, as human beings, as this, the nature of human beings rather, we only value things that we work for. You know that's why people who win the lottery and other things they don't they don't appreciate it. They don't know what to do with it. They don't know how to how to value the money that comes to them in certain circumstances. When you work for it. Now, I'm not talking about the nine to five. I'm talking about creating these different strategies and, and movements and, you know, businesses or whatever else. But you need to, when you work through it and you do sacrifice a certain element of your time and relationships sometimes and, you know, other things. I'm not talking about Gary V, you know, hustle, hustle, hustle kind of thing, but you, there is an element of work towards it. When you put that in, that's when magic happens. Right. But you have to believe first that you can do this and then be willing to put the time and effort required to make it happen. And that would only, you'll only put the work in if you're excited enough about that goal. A million bucks is not in, if it doesn't excite you, then you will not jump out of bed trying to create it. But if it does, if you are excited about money, then you will. This is why I'm not motivated by money as such. I'm more motivated by what money can do in certain ways and certain situations. First of all, it used to be the money that I needed to make sure my kids are in private school and, you know, all of that stuff. Now that that's been accomplished, now the next level of what else I can do, how else I can contribute to the world. And therefore, that was, that's what gets me excited. Not the element of of making seven figures, eight figures or nine figures. Does that make sense? So this is why goals are really important. So the very first thing you want to do is set clear goals for yourself, right? Okay. Number two, you know, you need to have what I call mindful budgeting, Okay. Take stock of your expenses and income, and I say this because I we played a gamey last night and we had a friends over and we were playing the cash flow the cash flow game from Robbie Kiyosaki. In that, by the way, I mean I ended up being a pilot yesterday, which I, I was really because I know the game and I played it and I know how how uh, how how things are. Everyone's was like, "Oh, but you make so much money, you have so much cash flow." And we're like, and I kept telling them, "No, it's not about the amount of money you make. It's about the amount of money you keep." So it's very important that you budget correctly. You're able to save and you're able to invest because that's how you become financially free and that's how you become wealthy. It's not about how much money you make, it's how much money you save. Otherwise, there are all these people I mean, Mike Tyson is an is is an extreme example, but generally as well, you have these people who are doctors, lawyers, accountants, and whatnot, and they make more than enough money to be comfortable, and they should ha- be saving a certain amount into their Isis and or whatever have you, but they don't, and so when they come to retirement. Ninety five percent of the population it retires poor. That that's ridiculous, right? But that's how it that's how things happen. So. Be more mindful about the the money you keep rather than the amount of money you make. So you need to budget correctly. Okay, so it's called mindful budgeting, and create a budget that aligns with your goals. So you know, t- tackle money where uh, where you know where it goes. Identify. Uh, you know where your the money holds how in your in your in your budget maybe or you know expenses are you overspending in certain areas are you um, under are you under saving are you you know whatever beginning of the year is a prime prime time to actually sit down and have a look at your income expenditure. And work out where you want to go. And it can only t- always time and goal number one, because if your income is, is barely leaving you enough room to be able to cover all your expenses and save, then one, you need to reduce your outgoings, but also, I, I'm I'm really of the firm opinion. You want to make more money. So I don't want you to ex- increase expenses. Expe- keep expenses where they are, but make sure they don't go any further. But be mindful of the fact that, okay, you need to create additional forms of income or increase your income. And any additional income that comes will go straight into your savings. Okay, that's the kind of way you need to look at it. So mindful budgeting is really, really important. Number three, um, this is something that I think, uh, I believe... For, for anyone who to be successful in any area, in any niche, in any area, they have to be students. They have to be lifelong learner, learners. So embrace continuous learning. You know, don't stop your, your learning just because you've got a certain level in your academics or in your profession or in your business and so forth constantly learn and improve and even those things that you think you know you improve so I would say I run multiple businesses now and I and I have a good knowledge of marketing and sales and and a lot of many areas of the business but I'm constantly learning to I listen to other podcasts more precisely actually I, I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks because I like I love reading I do a lot of traveling nowadays and therefore I'm unable to read as much. but I do listen to a lot of audiobooks. and they're all centered around business and marketing and mindset and so forth. And it's, And it's, you know, someone asked me recently, why do you still listen to books about mindset? I thought you're, you're brilliant on mindset. I'm like that's exactly the reason why. When I've learned so much, I've now realized, I've come to the point in my life where I, when I realize how little I know. It's only people who are who know very little who've become arrogant about the fact that they know so much and that they are brilliant, people who really are lifelong learners. The more they learn, the more they become aware of the fact that how little they actually know and how much knowledge there is out there that they still need to sort of absorb and learn and, and, and get creative with. So I'm not saying just learn and not put application into it, not, 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 not at all. What I'm saying is become a lifelong learner. Set the goals. If you're not someone who reads uh, very often, set a goal to read a book a month, Uh, maybe book every two months. You know, If you are unable to read for because of your time constraints and other things, I know, I mean, it's easier said than done. At times it's very difficult, then maybe learn through other means. You know, I some people are visual learners, some people are auditory. I love listening to audio books because I'm very auditory. So I, I love listening to books. And then I'll, if I really, really enjoy a particular book, then I'll get the hard copy as well. Um, or maybe the Kindle copy, and then I'll read and, and listen at the same time. This is a tip that was given to, you know, it was given by Russell Bronson, and I thought it was brilliant. You know, get the Kindle version or the hard book version and, and the book, and then you sort of read and learn together. But I think those things are really important to learn and grow as a, as um, to grow your skills. But it's not necessarily done for just to improve your skills. It's just to improve the depth of your knowledge and to become a more rounded and a more um, red person, to be honest, right? And you never know how one aspect of your learning could impact another. It's just everything that we, you know, we assume that mathematics has nothing to do with biology, but they do everything's interrelated. And when you become aware of that, you never stop learning. You you always have this idea that there's more to learn and there's more to understand and there's more to do, right? So commit to expanding your financial knowledge, as well as other things. I mean, obviously, this is a money mindset podcast. I'm going to ask you to learn more about how you can invest further. What's best ways to invest? How can you uh, create additional income streams? Or how can you, if you have a business, how can you improve it? How can you scale it up? How can you improve a marketing? There are so many different areas you can focus on, but commit to learning all the time. And I think this will definitely help you. So, another another thing would be, um, you know, to to, to Pick out new niches, pick out new areas that you don't know much about. So I've recently started reading books around nutrition and health and longevity and, um, you know, how to uh, age, um, slow down aging process. Now, I'm blessed with good genes, so I know that. But also because I am someone in the 40s and I am, even though, alhamdulillah, I'm blessed with very good health. I don't want to be developing those niggly, you know, aches and pains and uh, other um, health-related, age-related issues. And therefore, I've started researching and reading into other books that could help me to to carry on being healthy and live my life to the fullest and really treat age as a number. Right? So yeah, I think that helps you to break free from your monotonous uh, you know, one focused learning, which could be, which can become a bit cumbersome. To be honest, if all all you ever do is read about this and send mindset, whatever, you need to become a well-rounded person and have knowledge about other things to make your life interesting, as well as your your um um your listening, <laughs> listening for for listening purposes. And for that reason, I'm gonna I'm going to interject here how recently i started listening to audiobooks i love the classics by the way so growing up become because i was dyslexic i found it reading very very difficult but once i was able to overcome that and that happened around the ages of 15 16 i became an avid reader of the classics you know i the world of brontë sisters was opened up to me and and jane um and jane austen and uh, and, and so forth so you know re, you know read for pleasure too and allow yourself to learn about things just because it makes you happy and just because you enjoy it. Not necessarily just for work purposes. I'm just I'm a bit... Uh, expanded on on this section because i think it's really important to not just learn about the things that would help you make money but learn about things that you know improve you as a character and and your ability to converse to be able to communicate and to to understand the joys of life you know emotional relationships as well and i think classics are a, a great way to understand human nature and um and to get a perspective of the gray area i think we were too inclined towards you know white and black and there's a lot of gray area there as well anyway i i i digress <laughs> let's come back so yeah um learning that's number three number four and that's probably has to be my favorite is cultivate a positive money mindset you, you, you. There's no way around it. I mean, you know, I think I've, you know, I've talked about this so much, so much that I've, I've got a whole podcast around it, which is, you know, money mindset. But you need to shift your mindset from scarcity to abundance, and the whole purpose of this mind of this podcast is to help you do that. And you need to develop your ability to see the bigger picture, to see that you can attract wealth, and. Begin to believe that you can, if some one person has created oh, you know, certain things in their life, certain wealth in their life, so kind of abundance in their life, that you too can create the same thing. Yes, you will have a different path to them. But if they can do it, so can you, because you will not have the desire to create that in your life unless you had the ability to do so. I always say this. God does not give you something just as a, as a, a character to, to run after. Just, you know, if he, had, if he had, didn't have any intention of giving it to you. But yes, you have to work for it. And so you have to work on your money mindset in order for you to, to believe that you can create the kind of wealth that you want. And when you believe that you can create that wealth, you will attract the opportunities which will help you create that wealth, right? So you need to replace your limiting beliefs about money with empowering beliefs. And one of the best ways to do that, by the way, and uh, here's my shameless plug here, I would encourage every single one of you to come and join my community on on school platform. And if you're interested, for sure, if you haven't joined already, there, there'll be a link in the show notes, or there'll be a link here if you're watching us on, on YouTube, then there'll be a link here in the um in the description, the YouTube channel, that um where you can click on it and join that free community. And in that community we share so many tips to build your mind, to mindset, to change your mindset around money. And of course, there's obviously there's option to, to come and work with me a bit deeper um, on, a, from, on, a, on a various scale. But the whole purpose of this community is, that's been the, the, the reason why we set it up, is so that you can develop your money mindset and truly understand and believe that there's nothing out there in the world that you cannot create financially or otherwise, actually, but obviously, I focus on finances. But you also have to understand it's not an easy road it's not going to be easy if you have if you are someone who's born into poverty if you are someone who with lack and scarcity or surround is surrounded by lack and scarcity you have to let go of your limiting beliefs and this is the support we provide for you in our free community so do check out the links um it's on the school, school platform and uh, we do um love, give you loads of loads of uh, um free courses as part of it to be able to help you along your journey uh, no, no, there's no strings to charge the, the, or the, the community is free for you. Okay, so that's number four, create, cultivating a positive money mindset. Number five, I want you to build a multiple streams of income. I remember when I was, was first introduced to this idea of multiple streams of income, again, it was Proctor, may, may he rest in peace. And he had this um, affirmation that he would pass on to everyone. And he said it, and it was in, in that program his. you know, you were born rich. Which goes as follows, and um, I'm so happy and grateful now that money comes to me through multiple sources in increasing quantity on a continuous basis. And I remember saying that affirmation, just adopting it, and just taking it with me all the time. And I, and now when I look at my life, and I've done, I've done exactly that. I do have multiple streams of income. my money does come to me through multiple sources in increasing quantity on a continuous basis. And I sort of smile at that because I've made that my reality. You need to create multiple streams of income. If you are dependent on one form of income, that income can stop and you can become in, be in a bit of a fit pickle. So you need to find ways to create income streams which allows you to become financially free. And there are many ways around it. I mean, there's passive income, there's active income, there's side hustles, but you need to explore avenues beyond your primary income. um, Otherwise, you'll be dependent on it. God forbid that income, for whatever reason, stops. Then this could be you know, a very, uh, it could cause a lot of stress. And for a lot of people, this is the major point of stress when they have stress around money because they're barely keeping ends, they're barely making ends meet with the primary income. And if they have the fear in the back of their mind that if this income stops for whatever reason, then how will they meet, meet their basic needs? So, what could you do? You could do side hustles, you can do investments, you could do passive income streams, you know, freelancing, whatever have you. There's so many different things. You need to diversify your income. And even you need to diversify your, inter, um, your income streams. Um, and this would mitigate the risks that, you know, you would have in terms of if one income stream stops. And you know when that happens, when you have money coming from multiple streams of income, it allows you to relax. And as you relax, your energy vibrates at a higher vibration. And so, you, you know, you're, you're now vibrating at higher, higher frequencies. And guess what? You attract more opportunities to become more wealthy. But yeah, that's why it happens. So this this will open up new opportunities to you for you to actually not just create additional income, but to truly become wealthy, okay? I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com things at the workshop number six for you now that leads on to number six you have to be investing doesn't matter where you are at the moment doesn't matter where you are and I talk about this in my three steps to cash for a mastery system you doesn't matter if you're making just barely making ends meet if you're struggling with money wherever wherever you are on your you know your your wealth building journey even if you're at the beginning you need to be investing Right. So you need to invest. And the second need to invest wisely. You need to educate yourself on the different investment options. You know, consider a diverse portfolio um, that aligns with your risk tolerance. This is really crucial. And for people, those people who are really starting out and who don't know much about it. And I, I, would, I would say, speak to a financial advisor, seek um, a guidance from, from some from, from a professional. Um, I, I like ETFs, but that's me personally. Uh, you know, low risk investments. Invest and in just leave it for the long term because I'm not looking to take the money out. I'm like, I'm looking for compounding growth. But you do what's necessary for you, what can work with your risk tolerance and your goals. You know, if you're saving up for kids' education, college education, house, whatever, or even for your retirement, whatever that, that you are looking to invest for, speak to a professional. But speak today rather than tomorrow and start, even if it's with if it's with 25 quid or 50 quid a month. You just have to start somewhere. And you need to make sure, if that means that you don't buy, you know, your coffee at, you know, Costa for the next, you know, every week you go, you go to Costa and you spend at least about 20 quid on there and buying different coffees or teas or lattes or whatever have you. And you save that up on a weekly basis, 20 pounds a week is about 80 pounds a month minimum, right? So you can maybe reduce it to half, 40 pounds of that can go into your investment portfolio and 40 pounds can go to buying coffee if you can't live with that coffee from there for for starters right so you need to find ways to even small start small but start building your way and you'll see how amazing this happens right okay so that's really important but then again you need to seek professional advice and educate yourself on investing. Invest wisely. Don't just throw money about in crypto and so forth. I'm not saying crypto is bad, but there's a lot of people who just because crypto was skyrocketing it was going through a boom, a lot of people were just throwing money at it and lost a lot of money. So you have to be careful in that regard as well. Yeah, careful. Okay, number seven, network and collaborate. So surround yourself with, with like-minded people you, know, you can have masterminds or attend masterminds and or networking events and meet people who are on a you know on similar paths as yourself. You need to have friends and and people that you can connect with and talk to who can help you um move along your goals. You don't want to be surrounding yourself with people that you are used to, the kind of people that You've been hanging around for the last ten years. That can work if you are where you want to be. But if you're not where you want to be and you want to change your your circumstances, you want to change your three D world. That has to start with the kind of people you hang around with. So that means that you have to have a better quality friends, people who are talking about business or ideas, and you know have different aspirations. This is this is mo- one of the most difficult things for people to do. But if you don't change your friend circle, if you if you don't do that. Then you stay in that stagnant environment, and therefore your wealth-building aspirations will slowly die down. And the reason for that is because your net worth would be the you know the the sum of the five people that are closest to you. So the five people that you hang out with the most with, if you take their cumulative wealth and divide it by five, that's the average um, of that your net worth will be around. And this is true for most people. So that's why you find that a lot of entrepreneurs as they start breaking free from the social circle from the people they hang around with it's not intentional it's just they don't they're no longer in harmony with them they no longer vibrate with them they start breaking free from them they actually as they break free they exponentially grow because now they're able to Go to the next level and and connect with people at that level and who have that kind of mindset. Now I'm not talking about people who have different wealth, um, you know, accumulation so forth. Yes, people who vibration or high vibration would have more wealth, but that's not the goal here. The goal is to you know hang out with people who are achieving or on the on the path of achieving. Um, their goals and the kind of people that who can support you to achieve your goals. Not somebody who's going to hang in the bar and you know have drinks and uh, encourage you to have drinks. Somebody who's going to hang in the you know who's going to go say, well, let's go to the gym, let's go work out, let's go here, let's go do this. Um, you know, let's go to this networking event and see if we can connect with some more people and build a mastermind and let's talk ideas, let's do, let's brainstorm ideas, let's brainstorm solutions for this problem. That kind of scenario does it make sense? So it's important that you elevate your surroundings and your peers and this cannot be done by default it has to be actively done which means you have to look around you and see what kind of people you hang around with. And if they're not doing the kind of things that you want to be doing in the future, then you have to change that social circle, that those friends or something and you have to elevate them. And that means you know that the easiest to start with is go start attending these networking events, you know, start meeting new people, collaborating with new people. Networking opens up, can open up so many doors to valuable connections, opportunities, and insights. And you may not want to be friends with them initially, but you may find that later on you have very little in common with the kind of people you used to hang around with. And so it just becomes an organic process. It's not something that you do intentionally, it's something that happens organically. But you will find yourself spending less time with people you used to spend time with and probably more time with people who are doing the things that you want to be doing. Yeah, right. So that's number seven. Number eight, practice gratitude. You are here in a new year. You've got, you know, the whole experience for more of the life up until now, there are so many people who didn't make it to this year. There are so many people who, you know, who didn't have the opportunity to breathe today, who didn't have the opportunity to live today. So practice gratitude for everything you have and the fact that you are here where you are. And no one can take away your experience. No one can take away you, your life, the way, you, the way you've lived it. You, even, even siblings who live, who grew up in the same household have different experiences, different memories of their childhood. And they have different abilities and different ways to deal with things. So you are who you are. Practice gratitude for it. You know you have to. You have to really see everything that in the world, up until now, that's happened to you has happened for you. It's not there. There's no capricious God out on the top in the in the seventh heaven who's trying to make your life miserable. God loves you. Universe loves you. So the universe energy is loving and is giving and is is nurturing. And every experience that you've been through so far has been to build, to educate, to to in, to make you the kind of person that you need to be in order to do the things you're here, you know, to, you're destined to do to create. And even the desires you have are being given to you so that you become the person you are destined to become. Because sometimes without those desires, for example, if someone wants to have a mansion, if they want to have a mansion, or they want to have a jet, or they want to have a Bentley, whatever, have you. If you don't, if you, you, the only way to encourage you to create those income streams, to create that business is by giving you those desires. There's nothing wrong with them. But when you have those desires, you can um, motivate yourself to be able to create that business, to be able to create that income stream, to be able to create that new solution. And you are, you know, you can... Outgrow your comfort zone. Because in order for you to grow, in order for you to make more money from where you are at the moment, you have to outgrow your comfort zone. So in order for you to step outside your comfort zone, in order for you to grow, you need to be given desires which will motivate you. And that's why the universe gives you those desires, okay? So that's where we are. Um, you know, Gratitude fosters a really, really positive mindset as well. This is something else which people forget you know, the vibration of gratitude is so much higher even than love. So when you're in, in the state of gratitude, you are just in a state of um in oneness with, with God, with universe. And that, when you're vibrating at that level, you're creating so many opportunities because all these good things are, are being attracted to, right? So acknowledge and appreciate what you have been, you know, um, what you've been uh, given so far. And of course, you want to be striving for more. Of course, you want to be creating more. But we have at the moment is amazing and really, really appreciate that. It shifts your focus from what you don't have to what you do have. And you it creates this positive expectation in you that you're going to get everything that you are aiming for, and everything's gonna show up at the right time and the opportunities that are happening for you in the right time, and everything's working out for you, even when those things become dark, even in your darkest moments, you know that everything is working towards um in, in a way that's working towards for you, not against you. I think this is a crucial, a crucial mindset to have because when you will go walk into any situation with the mindset that nothing over here is is bad for me it may look wrong or bad on surface but beyond it it's 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 going to be for me everything you can make everything work and you can work through every single problem and find a solution to every single problem and find a way out through every obstacle okay that's number nine number no, sorry number eight number nine now when you have that kind of positive mindset, you can take calculated risks. Now, this is essential. In order for you to grow, in order for you to become wealthy, in order for you to do anything in life, you have to take risks. And sometimes not doing anything is, is, is just as risky. Right. So people think, well, if I don't take any action, then I'm not, you know, then I'm not taking any risks. Actually, you are. So, you know, for those people who don't want to do a side hustle or don't want to do anything by not doing those things, you're risking um, something anyway. It's a choice. Right. The risk you're doing there is what if your primary income source stops? You fall ill or the person the company goes down or something happens. So your primary source of income stops your jobs, you you know, you lose your job or the job is no longer present. How are you going to provide for yourself then? The risk is still there. It's just you are oblivious to it. And most people who are in this nine to five dogma believe staying there is, is less risky than doing your own business. And yes, the more, the bigger the rewards, the bigger the risks, that, that goes hand in hand. But no one's asking you to take stupid risks. You have to take calculated risks. And I've done that many times. Now, sometimes those risks pay off. And sometimes they don't. But you have to take calculated risks in order for you to succeed in any area of your life, and especially when it comes to money. Because when you make investments, you have to take half-calculated risks because investments could go up can go down. When you set up a business, you know, it could go up, it can do really well, but there's possibility it won't do well. Um, if you are, um, I've bought a business and, uh, you know, we found out so many things that, that were not right with it. Again, you know, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, you know, you you take the good, with the bad, with the ugly, right? You have to take the risks, but without it, you won't get anywhere, right? Now, you need to understand that calculated risks are part of wealth building journey. They will always be part of the wealth building journey without taking, calc- and I keep saying calculated risks, not unnecessary risk, calculated risks, where you have to evaluate the risk thoroughly. and But at the same time, you can see both sides. Oh, you know the the pros and cons of it. Okay, so these are the risks. Um, these are the things which could happen. But then, don't let your fear hold you back. It's very important that you don't let fear hold you back. Sometimes the most significant rewards come from stepping outside your comfort zone, and those are beyond, you know, the, and that's where the, the risks are. You have to step outside your comfort zone. So I am in an area at the moment which is way beyond my comfort zone. I have never worked in a male-dominated uh, physical labor uh, environment, a uh, brick and mortar for that. I've been in the online space for the last 10 years, but I now am. I'm stepping outside the house. I'm stepping into that environment and I'm going to make it work. And I don't know... Um, what's going to happen tomorrow, I know this this much for a fact, that inshallah, I will make it work. I'll For every problem that comes my way, I'll find inshallah, inshallah, find a solution through it, above it, or, you know, around it. I will find a solution, inshallah, and I will not stop until we've turned the company around, until we make a great success of it, until we've achieved the kind of goals that I've set for myself or for the company and achieve, and this means a sharp learning curve at the front, and I'm still learning a lot. So be it. But again, I find it exciting and invigorating the fact that this is going to be a challenge for me. I I, I guess I thrive in challenges, but that's me. But again, I took a calculated risk, and we will see how you know how this pans out the next coming months. But but in order for me to take that risk, I had to step out of my comfort zone. And I did. I truly did. And that's what I'm going to encourage you to do. Take a step out of your comfort zone, but take calculated risks. Okay. And number 10 now, review and adjust. You need to, now that we set the goals, you need to regularly review your progress and reassess your strategies. Like I said in the beginning, you don't know, you don't, you should know how to get from A to B, you shouldn't really know how to get to A and B, you just know that you want to go somewhere, so you will have a plan, and that plan will change over the course of time, as, as you try different things, and some things will work, some things will not work, so you will have to make adjustments, and this is why you need to periodically review and assess what you're doing, and see what's working and what's not working, and be able to be Flexible enough to change your methodology or strategy, but firm enough to keep going for the goal. So I'll give you my example. My goal is to create a nine-figure business. I've used a few strategies in the past and they haven't worked and I've gone into a different sector now. The goal hasn't changed. The goal is to create a nine-figure business, but the methodology, the way I'm going to create it, instead of being in the online space, I'm now going to do it on the on the physical uh, world of brick and mortar space. So the, the, the strategy has changed, but the goal is still there. Does it make sense, right? So you need to have goals that you're working towards, but you be flexible enough in the approach in how you achieve them and how you do them. And this can be broken down further. So even in my brick and mortar business, I'm going to you know have a way, I've got a plan of how we're going to do things over the next 12 months. That may change and it will change over the course of 12 months, Depending on what has worked and what will work and what won't work, and uh, potentiality of how we can we're going to scale up—that's the the beauty of it, right? We we work through it, we work, we learn, and we work through it. Okay, so that's that's very very important. Now, remember, not every plan will work out, but it's not it's not supposed to. It's a numbers game. Not everything you're going to do, you're going to do it fabulously. Again, it's a numbers game. As long as you're every day you're getting closer and closer to your goal, to whatever you set out to achieve, then it's a success. Sometimes you'll take two steps back, but then the next day you'll take 10 steps forward. That's the kind of mindset you need to be walking with. And now be aware that it doesn't matter what setbacks you go through. A lot of the times, not every time, but every, well, actually most of the times I've seen so far, every setback is usually a setup for a great move forward. And it's just a brilliant way to look at things and have the confidence that you can get through anywhere and you can achieve any goal that you set for yourself today, tomorrow and for the rest of your life. All right. So I hope you enjoyed these 10 tips for starting your year with a brilliant mindset to develop your wealth and abundance. Remember, developing a wealthy mindset is a journey. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon right so each step you take no matter how small no how no matter how insignificant to me you may think even listening to this podcast is a step in the right direction you are working towards your goals everything contributes to your financial growth everything. So I want you to stay focused, I want you to stay committed, I want you to believe that abundance is possible for you and I want you to believe that any goal, any desire that you have in your heart, you would not have that desire if God or universe or whatever you want to call it, did not give you the innate ability to be able to make that happen. So believe in yourself, believe everything's possible for you and let's create magic and remember if you want to me to help you to develop your money mindset come and join our free school community the link for which is in the in the in the part in the podcast show notes as well as in the description in the youtube channel i look forward to speaking to you again on a regular basis until the next time this is girl con signing off take care and bye now If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website